I'm Katie. And I'm Steve, and this is the City of Reading Podcast. Have you ever wondered what it's like to walk in the shoes of a police officer or sought to understand the intricacies of modern policing in your community? Look no further. Today, we connect with Reading Police Chief Brian Barner and Lieutenant Tim Renault to learn about the new Citizen Police Academy. In this course, community members will have the opportunity to dive deep into the world of law enforcement. Led by the expertise of Reading Police Officers and Department personnel, each session will be a blend of engaging lectures, active demonstrations, and immersive hands-on activities. From understanding the day-to-day challenges facing by officers to exploring cutting-edge technologies used in the field. The Citizen Academy is your gateway to unlocking the mysteries of law enforcement. The goal of the Citizen Police Academy is to foster a stronger bond between the community and the Reading Police Department. Officers and department personnel will answer your questions, address your concerns, and provide insight into the vital functions of their department. So, whether you're a curious citizen eager to learn more or a passionate advocate for community police relations, the Citizen Academy welcomes you to explore, engage, and empower yourself with knowledge. My name is Chief Brian Barner with the Reading Police Department. And hi, I'm Lieutenant Tim Renault with the Administration Division of the Reading Police Department. Thank you, Chief and Lieutenant. Nice to have you today. And we're here to talk about the upcoming Citizen Police Academy, which is a new initiative for the department and working to educate the community a little bit about what the academy is and why it has come about. So maybe we could start right there. Can you provide us a brief overview as to what exactly is the Citizen Police Academy and why we're doing that now? I'll start with it as being the the new chief. And this was one of the projects that I have uh, been looking at for actually for for probably the last two years, going down to a Cal Chiefs conference. There was a, a presentation about the benefit of a police citizen academy and basically teaching our community members about what the daily operations are of a police department. A lot of citizens think of the police department as the beat cop that's driving around in a uniform with in a patrol car. And there's just so many more aspects that the police department brings in the specialized units and the training and the different divisions. And I think there's an interest from the public. I, in talking to community members, they have expressed interest in an academy to learn more about the police department. And then just to have those, those that go through the academy will be our ambassadors. They'll be going out into the community and talking about uh, the police department and what they learned. And hopefully spreading the word and getting uh, more and more people through that. I think that the more people that we can expose to the great people that we have at the police department working here and the great work that they're doing, the more support that we'll have. And Chief, you mentioned that some other agencies are doing this. How common is a Citizens Police Academy, both in California and maybe nationwide? Yeah, it's not every agency is doing that, There's, but there are several that have started. There's different variations of assistant academies. Lieutenant Renault was tasked with this and reaching out to the different chiefs that I had been introduced to through the chiefs conference that had programs. We were able to look at each one of those programs and pick and choose what we thought would be best for, for the Reading Police Department Citizen Academy. You mentioned the community also has the opportunity to be the ambassadors for the department. In a community like ours, where I think there's an overwhelming support for the department, why do we need it here in Reading? We go and do a lot of community events and community talking to different groups. We go and speak a lot. So to come up with a a larger scale, multi-week academy to when we're when we only go in and talk for an hour or two to a community group, it, it's just such a limited exposure. One of the ideas that I had as a captain in patrol, we had the grand jury come in and the three division commanders met with the grand jury. And we just talked about each division and what each division within the police department, which is field operations, administration, and detective division, what our divisions did. And 
to get the feedback from just the people on the grand jury. And they were amazed at how much work is done in each one of those divisions. And so it was the aha moment of, we need to do this more. If the grand jury members don't know what the police department does, then the general citizen doesn't. And so the more that we can get out there and teach these citizens what we're doing and being part of the community and them getting to know their officers and and who they are, you can't have enough of that. Got it. That makes sense. And you mentioned it's a multi-week academy. Lieutenant Ratnall, maybe you can touch on what exactly does the makeup of the academy look like? How long does it go for? Is it a weekly session? Are they meeting multiple times a week? And and what type of things are they focused on? I think what we're going to start with is Thursday nights from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. So it'll be once a week, three hours, and it's going to be for nine weeks. And again, this is the first academy we're doing it. So we're going to see how that looks and get the feedback from the, the officers and the participants and see if that works out. From the other uh, departments that I've, I've spoken to while we were creating this, it went anywhere from eight weeks to 14 to 16 weeks. And we don't want to make it too long that it occupies so much time commitment for some people, but we do want to be able to give the time to each of our specialized units and divisions within the department to accurately show what we do to paint a good picture. So we're trying to find the happy medium of time. And I guess within that, how did you select which areas of the police department in general would be focused on? I think like the chief said, uh, this was like his idea. And I think uh, when he presented that to our leadership team, we all were were bought up on it. We really liked the idea. Getting some of the feedback of what the chief was looking for um, was huge. And then him giving the openness to us about what we thought was important. So I think that on top of talking to the community, all the different meetings we go to, the different leadership writing classes that we instruct, all these different things, hearing what everybody wants to know more about, I think that helped. And I know, at least for me, I was part of our special services unit as a corporal, as a sergeant, as a lieutenant. So going to neighborhood watch meetings and, and hearing from the community on maybe some of the, the, the information they didn't have and some of the stuff that was eye-opening to them. Uh, I don't want to say misinformation, but not having all that information. I'm like, man, we really need to talk to people about this, educate them on this topic. I think that it helped put all that together and helped us select the right groups and the right timeframes for each group. Within the scope of the academy, can you give me just a general idea of what that looks like? Is it each week they're focused on a different area within Reading Police and how are those areas determined? I know, you know we talked a little about maybe the drone and, and some other areas. How are you identifying within each of the nine weeks which areas to focus on? Like I said, we, with the chief's direction and talking to the leadership team, we picked out the different portion of the department. I'm trying to divide it up. And this is where a little bit of getting some feedback for the, the first couple academies, probably. If we realize, man, we really needed a little bit more time here um, on this particular topic. There are certain topics that are definitely, we want to make sure we get plenty of time for. And one of those, like our force options simulator, I think that's a, that's a really important topic to us that we're actually dividing it in two days, two different time frames that we can divide the group in half so they can get as much rep, repetitions within that force options simulator. So certain ones like that, we're just going off of what we know and what we believe, how much time each unit needs to be able to accurately give a fair uh, reading about what their unit is all about. And will the academy itself be taught by sworn officers on the force? Yes. Yeah. So what do we do? What we're doing is we have instructors within our department. So for example, if you are part of the SWAT team, we have members that went through specialized training that can talk about what that's about. If we are doing force options, we have force options instructors that train our officers that are post-certified. So each of those uh, officers with specialized training that our instructors are going to be the ones that are instructing this academy. And what do you anticipate some of the challenges for, I guess, both the creation of the academy and then the ongoing 
you know, weekly sessions? What are, what are some challenges that you're uh, looking to overcome? I think the, just being a new program. So starting out and adapting and getting feedback from the, the members that are going through. And then also for our instructors, of course, the first session is going to have some growing pains and we're, we'll adapt and change and continue to, to make it better as we do more classes moving forward. Well, on, on that note too, Chief, how do you anticipate measuring the success of the program to achieve its goal of enhancing community police relations? You know, at the end of the academy, getting feedback from those that went through and hopefully the goal would be that that they would we would get some of them to stay with the police department as volunteers. We're looking at different volunteer positions within the police department and on the river trail with a bike patrol that we're starting, just exposing the citizens to the different functions that we have at the police department and maybe piquing interest in somebody wanting to be a volunteer and help out with their local police department. And for the academy itself, can anyone in the community apply to attend the academy? There's like, so we're going to do an application process. There are some criteria you have to meet. You live and work in Reading, at least 18 years of age, no felony convictions and no uh, misdemeanor convictions within a year prior. There's Some of that can be uh, modified or at the discretion of the chief, but we want to open it up to people that are from Reading that have a, an interest in our community, that want to be educated about our community and our department and see what they can do to continue. They help us make our department and our community better. So you vested interest in our city, I think is really important. And uh, do you anticipate as, as far as selecting members who have applied, selecting a wide swath of folks who may have varying opinions about police in general, who may fall on different sides of the political spectrum, things of that nature, bringing a melting pot of community members into the academy? Absolutely. You don't want to have a group of all the same type of people. We want a, a variety of background and experiences and throughout that academy of having some conversation with these community members about to help us learn about what our community members are looking for in a police department because everybody has a different idea. It's another tool for us to to serve our community better. We will be doing uh, some community meetings regarding putting together a strategic plan for the police department. And that's another aspect of reaching out and, and talking to our community and finding out what, what they think are the problems. The Citizen Academy and that feedback that we'll get from those members is just another tool for us. And I know the department offers the cadet program for some of our younger members of the community. For the Citizens Academy, do you have to be you know 18 or older to apply as well? For the first academy class, we are going to limit that to 18. So there is discretion built in that it's at the discretion of the chief. So in the future, I would like to see high school age students come through just to get that perspective of our youth, because uh, I think that's important for us to have. And the guidelines are 18 years old and the other aspects that the lieutenant already talked about. But there is the caveat on there that it says, say, at the discretion of the chief of police. So these are the guidelines, but the chief can always allow a high school student or two to come through the program. Obviously, being under 18, there's a few different things that we will have to do different being a minor. But... I think that would be beneficial as we move forward with this program to include our youth and our high school students to come through and be part of this program. You mentioned how the academy itself will include some hands-on activities and demonstrations. Can you share some examples of these activities and how they might contribute to the learning experiences of the participants? I I think the one that pops right off to me is one of the requirements is to go on a ride-along. And I think that's, if you've been on one before, I think they're really educational. It really opens your eyes to what the life and an officer's like and, and some of the community members that um, might not realize 
how many officers we have working, how big the city is, how the struggles, uh, what the officers deal with, um, how we're dealing with a lot of different calls. So I think the ride along is a huge thing when it comes to hands-on, um, seeing uh, that. Uh, the force options we talked about a little bit before. Um, I think putting on one of these headsets and going in there and having as real as we can really make it as a kind of a real life situation of the bad guys coming at you, how you can learn to de-escalate that and try to get this guy to drop weapons or, or to comply with your orders. I think that the force options, are, our officers love it. And I think not everybody gets an opportunity to do that. So to be able to get the community members an opportunity is huge. And then really, you can go down the list of all the different topics we're, we're going to go over, learning about the tasers and learning about our canine program. And the, the cool thing about the canine program, it's one of our few tools that we can send at somebody as a use of force, but we could stop it if the person complies. Whereas sometimes the other uses of force, uh, once you pull the trigger on a taser or something like that, it's you can't stop that. Whereas a canine, they're trained so well, we can call them off. So learning about what those dogs can do and how they're able to find people that are hiding and that type of stuff is, is really cool for someone that doesn't normally get to see that. Yeah, it sounds like a really exciting and intriguing opportunity. I'm wondering too, beyond the classroom setting, are there other opportunities? Chief, you mentioned at the beginning, maybe some volunteer opportunities after graduation, but are there other opportunities for academy graduates to engage with the department or contribute to any of the community safety initiatives? Absolutely. And then also maybe somebody goes to the Citizen Academy that decides they want to be a police officer or community service officer or a dispatcher, just getting that exposure and the different jobs. Our cadet program that we have now, a lot of our cadets that come through they will go on to do different things besides just being a police officer that without allowing them to have the opportunity to work as a part-time cadet, they would have known, never known about those positions. So right now we have records clerks and dispatchers and property and evidence clerks, CSOs, community work program that were prior cadets, prior explorers with the police department. So adding in that citizen academy, maybe we'll be able to draw some interest in the having a career in law enforcement. The academy itself, how is it being funded? Just through our general fund, our current budget that we have. The cost, the expense is the is just manpower. There there isn't equipment that needs to be added. There isn't it's we're a full staff police department, one of the few in California right now that can say that we're full staff, which allows us the opportunity being full staff to be able to move forward with some of these projects that we weren't able to do prior. If I were to do the academy, would I be given any special tips on how to evade a parking or speeding citation? I think there would be some good guidance to keep you out of trouble. Okay, fair, fair enough. I wonder, you mentioned that you're going to, after the year one, you'll evaluate the program and, and make some tweaks and, and potential improvements based on participant feedback, things of that nature. Thinking long-term, are there plans to expand the academy and, and meet the, the community's evolving needs? Yeah, if we had a, an academy that you know, the, the the first group goes through. And so that'll be this spring and we'll reevaluate after that class. We we plan on putting a second one on in the fall. So we'll, we'll do two classes over the year and then look at the interest with the public. If there's interest with that initial group that went through, maybe you do a level two where you get a little bit deeper into the more hands-on, almost to the point of looking at the reserve level officer training. Not that they would be a reserve, but just to get a little bit deeper into that law enforcement career. But that, again, would be dictated by are there community members that would be interested in going to a level two type scenario? Uh, again, it's going to be all the feedback that we get from the instructors and from the community members that are going through the first initial classes. 
And from those agencies that are actively doing this and those other chiefs that you've connected with, I'm assuming that they've seen positive outcomes and beneficial community involvement from academies like this? Very much. You look at the force options class that we will put on for the public, just a very small sampling of a citizen academy, but because of staffing, because of manpower and cost, it was very difficult to do something as robust as a multi-week academy. But the just the feedback that we were able to get from that just that small three or four hour force options class that we were doing for the community was huge. We're on the cover of, I believe it was Police Chief Magazine, the Reading Police Department was for our force options class that we were doing a few years ago before the the big recession hit and all the, the issues that we had. But this is just taking that and making it bigger and better. I think overall, it sounds like we said, a really unique opportunity for community members who might be interested in learning more about the department. Is there anything else about the Academy for now? And, and I imagine we'll revisit this again leading up to it, but is there anything for now that you think folks would would need to hear or be beneficial for them to hear that we haven't already touched on? No, we just encourage people to put in the application. Maybe you don't get in the first class, but we can look at putting you in the second. Also, just having knowing how many people are interested. If we open it up and we have 100 people put in, that's a good thing. It means we're on the right track and people are interested. And it's community members, we want members of the media that will be covering the police department, we think would be very beneficial for from the, the news station and the, and the newspaper. Also having people that work for the city outside of the police department, we definitely encourage them, our fellow city employees to go through the Citizen Academy and learn about the, the police department. Um, city council hopefuls that might be looking at being a city council member in the future. Uh, we would love to have them go through the Citizen Academy and learn about the police department. So those are just a few of the, the groups that we would like to have come in and apply. 